Welcome to a Better Covenant podcast, an arm of the teaching ministry of Dr. Felix Idolo. We pray that this message will bless you and lift you up as Dr. Felix Idolo brings you deeper insights into God's covenant with us. And now, here is Dr. Felix Idolo. And welcome you again to another podcast, Better Covenant. Um, TV Better Covenant podcast, and uh, this series we've been dealing with the subject of God's forgiveness. And I want to go back to Psalm 103 and read again from there and take it up from there. Here in Psalm 103, I'll just read a few verses there. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And then the first benefit that he lists there is the forgiveness of sins. He says, who forgives me all my iniquities and heals me of all my diseases. Now, I want you to see the Bible says sin uh, ruptures our fellowship with God, breaks our fellowship with God. And we've seen that in a couple of uh, verses of scripture that we read. And uh, we ended in Genesis chapter 3. I want to go back to that scripture again, what sin does to us. See, you, you can only begin to appreciate the, the power of God's forgiveness when you begin to see the ramifications of sin, what sin does in our lives, what sin uh, accomplishes in our lives. That's when you begin to see the greatness of the forgiveness of God. If you, uh, if you understand what sin does in the life of a person, then you can and see what the forgiveness, so that's when you can begin to appreciate the forgiveness of God and the power that comes with that forgiveness. Now let's go to Genesis chapter 3, uh, read from verse 6. So when the woman saw that the, the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took off its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. The eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew they were naked, and, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord, uh, the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? God said, Adam, where are you? And um, like I said, the Hebrew translation says, Adam, where are you? But why would God say, God who is all-knowing, all-seeing, everywhere present, say to Adam, where are you, as if he didn't know where Adam was? So God knew exactly where Adam was. The purpose of that question was not so that Adam could educate God and inform God uh, uh, of where he was, but God was exposing to Adam, through his word, the condition that he was now in as a result of his uh, sin. And uh, we looked at that word, where, and I spelled that word. It's a word that in the English is spelled something like A-I. It's a two-letter um, word. It's a two-letter root word in the Hebrew language. Uh, the Hebrew alphabet for that word actually is Aleph Yud. And um, it's spelled something like A-I, something like that. I don't know how it's pronounced exactly. And that word means an island. God was saying, now, Adam, you are an island to yourself because of your sin. Your sin has made you to be cut off, isolated from me. And now 
you're, you're, it's broken, it's, you are in broken fellowship now. You, you are over there and I'm over here. We are, we, we, you can't enjoy my fellowship anymore. And that's what sin does. Sin uh, cuts us off from God, makes us an island unto ourselves, where we can't access the goodness of God and the mercies of God and the, and the, and the, and the resources of His grace. You, you just, you are there all by yourself, suffering all by yourself, oppressed all by yourself, downtrodden all by yourself, cut off from your God and your Creator and your Maker because of sin. And so that's a terrible state to be in. And the forgiveness of God actually reverses that and brings us right back into fellowship with God. Now, let's look at uh, that word in, in a bit more detail, that Hebrew word um, that's spelled E-I or Aleph Yud. Uh, the word means uh, to a place where one runs to seek shelter and refuge from. You see? that's what was, That was what was happening. When God said, Adam, where are you? What he was saying, Adam, you are over there seeking shelter and refuge away from me. And that's what sin does. You know, this man became all of a sudden afraid of God. Now God was his problem. The creator of the heavens and the earth, the God who created everything, loved him, placed him in that wonderful place called the Garden of Eden, all of a sudden was now his problem. He's running away from God. He's afraid of God. Now God is a danger to him, you see. So that was what, uh, what, what, what was happening. Adam now was running away, seeking refuge because of his sin. He's aware he's in trouble. He's aware he's in danger. He's aware he's, he's afraid, and he's running away from God, seeking refuge and protection from God Himself. And that's what sin does to us. Um, uh, when we're filled with the consciousness of guilt, with the consciousness of our sin, with the consciousness of shame and condemnation, we tend to want to run away from God. You know, and that's what and that's what was happening to Adam. When God said, Adam, where are you? You were saying, now nah, Adam, that word means also to a place where one runs to in seeking shelter and refuge from danger. So Adam was now running away from God, seeking shelter and refuge. Remember the Bible says here that uh, remember the Bible says here that the eyes of both of them were opened. And they knew that they were naked, and they sewed thick leaves together and made coverings for themselves. That's an expression of the fact that they felt exposed, they felt they were in danger, they felt they were unprotected, now they needed some kind of covering, and now look what they were doing. They, they, they're seeking covering among fig leaves, among leaves and among trees, away from God. And that's what we do. We seek refuge from God using His own creation. They're, using, they're seeking refuge from God within creation, away from the Creator, which is something very ridiculous. <laughs> Amen. You know, it's like seeking, you're staying in somebody's house who knows every nook and corner of his house. You're seeking refuge from him in his own house. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. So that was what was happening to Adam now. He's seeking refuge, and that's what God was exposing to him. With that statement, where are you? He's telling Adam, now Adam, you're running away from me and you're hiding in those leaves, you're hiding among those trees, seeking something to protect you from me, your God. You see, that was the tragedy of the fall uh, that Adam began to run away from his creator and seek refuge and protection from his creature. God doesn't mean any harm to anybody. Uh, God doesn't mean any harm to anybody. 
So Adam and Eve perceived that they were in danger and exposed and they sought protection and shelter for themselves away from God. Now they think of God as the problem. And that's what sin does. The Bible speaks about the deceitfulness of sin. That's Hebrews chapter 3 verse 13. The deceitfulness of sin. Sin is deceitful. Sin, sin can make you begin to think of God as your problem. Sin, sin can turn you against God, making you think God is a problem. When God actually is your friend, God actually is, is, in, is on your side. When God actually is the one who is seeking for a way to help you to come to your rescue. Remember, God was the one that came after them. When they, when they sinned and started to run away from God, God was the one that actually came looking for them. And, but now the sin was deceiving them into thinking, no, 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 we can't, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't have anything to do with it. It's going to, it's going to hurt us. It's going to, it's going to destroy us. It's going to, it's going, you know, it's going to smash us. And they began to think of God as a problem. And that's why the Bible refers to sin uh, as a deceitful thing. Uh, Hebrews 11, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13. If you continue long enough in that sin, it will begin to turn your thinking against God. You begin to make you think of God as a problem. You start actually fighting God. And that's the reason why a lot of people fight God. You talk about God and uh, they come against you. They want to fight you. They don't want to hear anything about God. They think God is a the problem. Uh, they think about, uh, they think the human race would be better off if we didn't talk about God, if we, there was no such thing as, as God. But that's the, what the Bible refers to as this deceitfulness of sin. It began in the Garden of Eden. And uh, when Adam committed sin, that sin itself began to turn his thinking against God. Uh, Hebrews chapter 3 verse 13 says, but, I exhort, but exhort one another daily while it's called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Sin is deceitful. And sin began to deceive Adam here into thinking God was his problem, began to run away from God. He thought all of a sudden, the same God that stood beside him while he named all the animals in the garden, the same God that uh, was beside him when his, he saw his wife and, 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 and called his wife, uh, this is not the bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. The same God that was right there beside him, he was never afraid of God. Now, all of a sudden, he began to see that same God as his problem. The same God that said, I give you everything. I give you the, I make you Lord and ruler over the entire planet Earth and created for him that beautiful place called the Garden of Eden. That same God now, all of a sudden, uh, he begins to view that God as someone to be run to, to run away from and someone to seek refuge and protection from. Why? Because sin, by its very nature, is deceitful. So that's what sin does for us. When the Bible says, God forgives me of my sins, then I'm in a situation where he purges me from the deceitful effects of sin on my thinking. And that's why the psalmist is talking to himself. He says, who forgives you of all your iniquities? Because if he doesn't do that to his mind, ultimately his mind will begin to reason like the mind of uh, the first man that committed sin, the, like Adam, he begin to see God as his problem. And so he reminds God to say, now God forgives me of all my iniquities and cleanses me from all that is unrighteous. So sin actually is the beginning of man seeking help for himself. Adam began to seek to help himself. He began to seek refuge 
away from God. It began to look for refuge and protection from leaves and from trees and from... That's how it all began. It all began with sin. Sin is what makes man to rely on himself. Sin will make you to rely on your own effort, on your own power, on your own strength, on your own resources. You try to live your life apart from God in your own strength and power, in your own intelligence. You try to build your own little uh, fortress in your own power instead of depending on God for your for His grace and for His mercies and for His protection and for His keeping. You run away from Him. But that is wrong. We should not run away from God when we sin. We should run toward Jesus when we sin. Though Adam did the wrong thing. His sin began to deceive him into running away from God. And that's the reason why David was talking to himself and says, uh, um, who forgives me of all my iniquities and cleanses me and then and, and heals me of all my diseases. So that that sin will not begin to have a deceitful effect on his thinking. And uh, we should run to Jesus when we sin. Don't run, never run away from God when you sin. Run to Jesus and Jesus will cleanse you from that sin and bring you back into fellowship with God. Remember that song, Rock of ages cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee, let the water and the blood from thy riven side which flowed be of sin, the double cure. Save me from his guilt and power. Wonderful hymn now by a man by the name Reverend Augustus Topladi in the year 1763. And this is a man who has learned the secret. And that's what the Bible says we should do when we, we should not do like Adam, uh, who ran away from God when he committed sin. When you commit sin, run to Jesus. That's why God sent Jesus into this world, so that when we have done wrong, we don't have to, like Adam, seek shelter away from God, but we seek shelter in Christ. We seek shelter in Jesus. We seek shelter in the blood of Jesus. We can sing that song, Rock of Ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy riven side which flowed be of sin, the double cure. Save me from his guilt and power. We can sing that song and Jesus Christ himself will be our refuge and our shelter in a time of wrongdoing and in a time of sin. We can find cleansing in the blood of Jesus and we can find forgiveness through Jesus, our great high priest and intercessor. So I want you to meditate on that and begin to walk in the reality and the power of God's forgiveness and let the blood of Jesus cleanse you from all unrighteousness and restore you back to fellowship with God. Take back your life and begin to live it in the power of God and in the strength of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We trust that this message has been a blessing to you. Be sure to join us again for another refreshing episode. For additional information, please visit www.abettercovenant.org or email us at abc at abettercovenant.org.